0: Okay, today's Vad was dedicated and sponsored by Lilun Svi, Bezat Hashem, and the Zechut, Torah, and the Zechut, the and the Okay? So again, we're here in Igeris HaMuser, and we are trying to learn it in a way that is practical, and down to earth, which is not so simple. The Sefer was written, this Igeris was written many years ago, to very great people, to all the Chachomim in Lithuania. Great Sadiqim. So obviously mm-hmm. the demands of Avoida <coughs> and the terms of the Avoidah is something that they were able to relate to, and some for us is a little bit challenging. Okay? So we're going to try to pull out the Yesidas and apply them as best as we can. Let's see out of the Shemay. Okay? Now what Rabbi Sol is going to is going to speak about, okay is, I'm saying it over a little bit different order than it's printed here, and then we'll go inside after all the introductions, okay? He's going to talk about a Hazal that speaks about different generations of the Jewish people, the difference in the first generation of the base, first base on English and the second Bessam English, okay? So he quotes a Gemara, if you want to look at it. The, this is in uh paragraph six, page two in our booklets. He brings down the Gemara, Mikdash Rishon Bibne Machor. Why was the first of Besar Migdash was destroyed? Ne Shloshvarum Shoyu boy, Avoid the Zorgila Raish and Okay? So they in the first of Migdash committed three cardinal sins as it's called, from the biggest sins in the world, Avoid Gilai Zoragila Rai they were very religious people, unbelievably religious. <laughs> Seemingly a very small Aver in comparison to the first base Mikdash. Okay? <clears throat> the first base Mikdash that their Averis were revealed, so was the uh, Galut revealed, meaning 70 years. Okay. But the later generation that their sin wasn't so clearly revealed was more in the heart, so to speak. So he explains. It didn't require any uh, deep contemplation to see that you were sinning. The sins were very clear. They were very open but the second generation you have to really do deep uh, you know analysis to see that there is a sin and how it's really a terrible sin and what it's doing must the it causes many sins okay okay So now, that's what he's talking about. That there is two types, there's two classes of sin. There's a class of sin, which is very easy to see that you're sinning. And then there's a class of sin, which is not so clear. Okay? So let's try to make that 2023, instead of talking about Beis Hamikdush. Okay? 2024 we're in already, right? Okay? And instead of making Beis Hamikdush, and let's try to see it like this. Sometimes you have people, let's say a bacher, or whatever you want to call it, who is clearly failing in avodas Hashem in a very clear way, struggling, learning, struggling with davening, struggling with kedusha, struggling, struggling, real solid struggling. Okay. So that's a person, what we would call nizgale Avoinam. The struggles are very very clear. Okay. Now again, like we said yesterday, you could have, say, for example, somebody who. The underlining, we obviously have to, we have to always find the root to the problem. But the symptoms are very clear, right? So let's say you have a person. Very, the symptoms are very clear. He can't learn. He can't daven well. He kedusha, you know, Shmir sanayim or whatever. Very clear. Clear symptoms is what's his problems, are very clear problems, right? So he has to go down to the root of the problem. So sometimes, for example, a person, the root of somebody's problem could be psychological. Meaning, there's a very deep point I want to tell you, because we have to understand that for a person to work on his mental health is also a big mitzvah, and he gets schar and ilm habo for it, and it's part of his avoidance of Hashem, and I'm going to explain to you why that is. Right? That means. So let's say a guy had trauma, for example, or he has uh, big anxieties or whatever. Right? Impulsivity, different things that he has. Right? Um, so in the in the psychological world, they'll see how it disrupts his his life. His ability to hold a job, ability to have relationships, uh, ability to get up in the morning, ability to control himself, right? Uh, <clears throat> he has a tremendous amount of fears. Uh, he can't control his anger and whatever it may be, right? So in, in, he went to a professional, you know, they will see how this uh, this psychological problem that he's having, these problems that he's having are disrupting his way of life. But let's talk about in the terms of avoidance. That's what we're talking about, not psychology. So if you have a highly religious boy with a very good heart and a good year of Shemaim and he wants to do good, but he's failing, right? He's failing in his Avodah Hashem and let it, let's say that the root is tied to his psychological problems, his trauma, whatever it may be, right? So... If he starts focusing on his learning and his davening and his uh, whatever, and trying to get better at it while he's not hitting the root of the problem, not only is he not going to fix the problem, he's going to frustrate himself to no end, right? So then you say to the guy, leave the davening and the learning alone, okay? Let's get to the root of the problem and fix the root of the problem. But he says, but I want to serve Hashem. And then the answer is, that's called serving Hashem. Because the point is that you're able to reach the root of the reason why you can't learn, or the reason why you're not sameach, and the reason why you're having relationship problems, and the reason—okay—you have to get to the root. That's also avodas Hashem, complete, full blown avodas Hashem, right? But in a certain sense, this guy is in a good place. Why? Because it's nizgalavodin. Nizgalavodin means it's clear. What he's failing in it. It's clear. It's open. It's open. It's revealed. So anything that's revealed, you're already halfway to the solution. Why? Because if you're a loved you will see the symptoms of your problem, and then you'll go down to the root, and boom, you can fix the guy. That's called Nizgala avoina. This is like the first base Besamikdash. The first Besamikdash is Nizgala avoina. It means they did the worst things in the world. But they were not in such bad shape, you know? And people don't realize this. They weren't in such bad shape because it was clear what they were doing wrong. And once something's clear what you're doing wrong, you could always, on a path to fixing, okay? Or you could have a bocher. You know, he uh, got himself caught up with a cell phone or whatever it may be, right? And he's doing things that he shouldn't be doing. That's nizgala avoinam. It's So on one hand, people look at these people that we just mentioned in a much worse way because they don't serve Hashem like everybody else should be serving Hashem. So it's Nizgalah Agoinah, you know. So they get focused on the fact that they're doing Averis Chamuris. But in a certain way, they are much healthier in the path of Avoidah because once the Averis come to the surface, it's much easier to deal with it because you know what you're dealing with. It's true, you have to find the underlining root and you have to find the, the reason why it's there. Sometimes it's psychological, sometimes other things, <clears throat> you know, self-control issues or whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, you can deal with it. Then you have the second class of Averis, which was in the second of Ibnish. The second of Ibnish, they were highly religious people, right? They were learning, they were doing mitzvahs. They were doing gemilas chasadim. They were very religious people, but what they have, they had sinas chinam. is a midas issue, okay, and that midas issue is not easily detectable because the religious externality is very clear, so it's not easily detectable. Meanwhile, they're doing various chamures like lashon You know that's very bad. It's equals the other three sins. The Gemara says, right? So <clears throat> it, it also causes midas cause a tremendous amount of avers, but you're not aware of them because the midas are very much tied to your brains, to your psycho, to your way of thinking, your logic. So you logically think everything you do is correct, right? So sometimes you could have okay. So we're taking it now down, down to 2024 again. You could have a bacher who's doing well. He's learning, he's davening he's learning, he's davening. For the most part, he's a fairly religious guy, you know. He's an okay guy. So this is what Rabbi Shol Salazar is talking about, that guy's in big trouble. Because the way he he's not, it's not so revealed. His avrech are not so revealed. And they are, they could be very big avrech. Ezra, good morning. good morning. They are very big Averis, And he's, he gives a comparison that it's like a star, right? You have stars. Stars are even larger than the planet. But when you look up into the sky, the stars look tiny. Why they look tiny? Because you see them from such a far away place. So therefore they're tiny. But if you take a microscope and you look at them, you would see, you start to realize that they are much bigger than what you thought. So he's dealing now with a person... Whose loin is galav or through the dimin and through the different things we try to mitigate. You understand? That's the idea of what's going on here, which we need to find the method. Now some of us have a little of this and a little of that, you know. We have certain things that we're struggling with that's are very clear we're struggling with them. We we understand in the external the behavior is weak. So then in a certain way we're in better shape regarding those stuff. Because the things that we're failing on clearly, we can find the symptom. We can we can study the symptom, and from the symptom, find the root, and then we can fix the problem. Okay. Also, in the second respect, you see, one of the big things that Rabbi Shlomtzlant is working with is that when a person comes to a realization of what he is doing and the ramification of what he does, naturally, it changes okay, that's what that's what uh, Masil Sasharim says, he says if we would make clear analysis on who we are and what we are and what we're doing, then kemat kat, almost instantly we would change, now change I just want to make clear, change doesn't mean that your behavior will change right away necessarily, but there'll be a change within yourself that you may start feeling the chisar and, and working with it, but that's why Masil Sasharim says the Sahara does Works overtime to make sure that you don't think. He brings in paro, that paro made that the Jewish people didn't have time to think, right? The Yitzhahara does whatever he can to distract you from thinking. Why? The Sasham says because if you would think, then you would change. You understand? So, so it's it's so one of the things we think about is if a person realizes the ramifications of what he's doing and how it's affecting him, he's much quicker to change, right? So we're not such big people to think about olam haba, you know. So if a person is struggling in a way which we call nizgala voinam, that it's very clear your struggle, it's much easier to identify with how that struggle is going to hurt you in this world. Much easier, right? Let's say a person, because of his struggles, he has a lot of costs. Or because of his struggles, he has to emotionally shut down. And therefore, he can't love people, he can't connect with people. Because he has to shut down his emotions because of the pain that he's in. Or different things that's going on. Or he's on the cell phone, he's watching things that could totally and completely corrupt his his way of thinking or he's involved in other behaviors, right? So all these things, you could talk to the guy in a straight-up, down-to-earth way, how he's messing up his life, Boilam Hazet too. How he's messing up his shidduch, how he's messing up everything, you know, right? So in a certain way, for a guy who's in this gala avoina, who's having problems, and again, we're talking about an avoidus Hashem. We're not talking psychology here, we're talking an avoidus Hashem. His... Nizgala Avoynim is getting in the way of his Avoydus Hashem in a strong way. And then we could understand how to, first of all, we're aware of the problem. It's easier to come to find the, symptom, the, the the root of the problem. It's easier to identify how the problem will hurt you ultimately. You understand? How your potential is not being actualized. Sometimes you have people that are very highly talented people. Very highly talented people. But because of their anxieties, they can't use their talents. So not only do they end up going through life not using their talents, they end up going through life extremely uh, frustrated. I deal with that kind of guy all the time. Because he knows deep within himself that he has so much more to give. And how much he wants to give. And how much he wants to contribute and how much he could perform and how much it would be to be gashmak for him to perform because that's what his ability is but his his fear and his anxiety is holding him down so he's holding down so he's not acting himself and the frustration of not being self is a very painful thing and the same thing could go on learning because he wants to handle a learning or he wants to give a chabura, and he wants to be able to produce in a certain way but he's held back right? So, these things are much easier to work with because it's nizgala avoinam. And it's nizgala. you can figure out the roots and you understand the ramifications in a practical way. That guy is in a better shape in a certain way. However, if you have a person who is, for the most part, is learning and he's doing good, he has the big problem of patting himself on the back that he's a good guy and everything's great. But meanwhile... He's not even getting close to reaching to his potential. Because he has no reason to have to push forward. He's doing our various too. But they're much subtle, they're more subtle. they what Rabbi, Rabbi Saul said, it needs Havana, it needs Tvuna, it needs thinking, his Boininus. It's not so clear. It's like the second base of English, was so, if a person has, a gaiva or whatever it is, he doesn't even realize it. It's like deeper within himself. So that person's in a much more, uh, difficult situation. Because the emuna of schaiva Inish is not really, A, not strong enough. B, you have the dimian. And part of dimian is that you look at yourself in a general way, right? So we had a conversation yesterday, I mean, David, about, <clears throat> The way we look at ourselves is in a very general way. General. I'm doing good. If I'm doing good, I'm a good guy, you know. That's a general sense. But really, the truth is, we have to dissect. What we're doing good, we're doing good in What we're not doing good needs to be fixed. It's not a general sense. It's what each thing has to be focused on independently. But it's not so easy to see that. So that's what Rabbi Saul Salant is dealing with here in the letter. He's trying to give us a path, how to be realistic, but in a healthy way. Okay? How to be realistic in a healthy way and develop a path of avoid. That's the key thing. So it's the part of us that's not so clear that we're failing. And this is besides, for if a person's amaretz and he doesn't even know what Hashem wants from him, and what's a law, and what's not a law, right? Then, he's in, in, in trouble. You understand? He has to learn. But sometimes it's also in this Gala Avonim, right? <clears throat> so you see a guy's bokhrim sometimes, they come Friday night, they have oinik before Shabbos. They extend oinik tissue before Shabbos. And then they drink before Shabbos to me, be, because they think it's a mitzvah, because you'll daven, Kabbalah Shabbos misimcha, you know? Meanwhile, it's a big sin to drink and then come to pray. Big. Because it's disrespect. You're coming to a king, you have to come with K'vod Rosh. Hashem doesn't want you to dance all over His base medrash and sing Kalbach songs, you know?
1: Is that not what
0: Hashem wants? You're standing before God. You understand? Standing before God. So the, the sin is coming from an Ignorance. And sometimes, not only in ignorance, they think it's a mitzvah also. You can daven much more geshmak, you know? They're not davening more geshmak. They're just having fun during davening. Because davening for them was boring. You understand? But again, that's easier to work with because it's nizgalah avonim. You show them in the Shulchan Arul, You explain to them what the problem is. And now we have the issue we're dealing with. You understand? So in a certain way we're all in good shape eh? you know, in Halavai, we should have Rabbi Sarantus problems. Because most of us, our Averis on the Zgala avayna. But even then needs work. But it's easier to make the work. As opposed to what he's dealing with is more the subtlety. Remember, like I told you, this Sefer was written hundreds of years ago. By the and was was studied by the Goinim of Lithuania and the most harsh of people of Lithuania. And Rabbi Sosalam was opening their eyes to Hadushim. Because they were big people. You understand? But we have to try to take out from the letter what's practical. What's down to earth to us. Okay? So we're gonna get to that. So if I didn't read much inside, I'm giving you a lot of background because it's important that I give you background. Because when you read the book face value, it's like, whoa. And it's above. So the more we understand what we're trying to gain from the letter, then when we read it inside, we'll have much more from it, okay? We'll stop over here for today.